Hello, 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 and welcome to the first episode of Tips Over Tipples, the show where we sit down, have a bev, and talk about great places to eat and drink in London. On today's episode, we're going to be discussing a recent meal we had together at Col, a fine dining Mexican restaurant based in Marleybone. So, before we crack on, first things first. Who the hell are we, and why are we doing this? Well, I'm Tom, and my co-host is my partner Louise. Say hello, Louise. Hello. We live together in London, and we have a shared passion for all things food, eating, drinking, and cooking. And there's nothing we love more than going out and discovering new places to do just that. And we started this podcast to help you discover places too. Whether you live in London or just visiting, this podcast will be chock full of all sorts of places to eat and drink. On with the show. So Louise, here we are. Episode number one, drink in hand. Want to give the audience a little sneak peek into what we're sipping on? Absolutely. Well, you're already drinking it, but this is a very special little tipple. I bought it from Paris, from a wine bar. Um, tell me what you think about this, but was I conned? I mean, I don't know if you were conned, Louise. Why, <laughs> why, why would you have been conned? What are you suggesting? Uh, well, I was at a wine bar, um, like a wine shop wine bar. Yeah. And I was having a little look around and the man was like, oh, like, yeah, what do you like? And I was like, oh, yeah, some Pinot Noirs would be nice. And he said, oh, let me show you. I've got this Pinot Noir. I know it's 30 euros and that's kind of a lot. But I think it's worth 60 euros. <laughs> and I'd had a few drinks at this point and I was like, oh, sign me up. I'm taking a bottle home. Okay. So if I hadn't drank the wine, I'd definitely say you got done. That is that's that salesman one oh one. He's absolutely got you there. But it's a very tasty wine. However, is it sixty euros? Go on, I'd, I'd give it I'd give it I'd give it fifty eight euros. So 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 it's a Ooh, very small con. Fifty eight euros, thank you. So we're taste we're drinking a delicious Pinot Noir right from France. Delicious. Well thank you very much for buying it. Beautiful. Well um a gorgeous tipple to be having as we discuss a big meal, monumentous. It was massive. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, Cole, getting straight into it. We're talking fine dine, fine dining. Fine dine. Fine dine. Oh, <laughs> what, a, what a way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, was a, it was an awesome fine dine experience. Sweet fine dine. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, fine dining, Mexican, one whole mish. We're talking one mish star. <laughs> a mish. <laughs> very nice, very nice. You're really coming out with a... Is this like street talk for, for eating? <laughs> yeah, I think so. This is um, this is what the kids are saying about mish restaurants. Very nice, very nice. Don't know if you're up with it. So yeah, one Michelin star. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it only opened a few years ago. Um, but their whole thing is Mexican approaches, Mexican dining, but with like British ingredients. So it was all very interesting. You're talking a mish star, so you're talking 145 pounds per head. Per head, yeah. Tasting menu with a few supplemental um, dishes. There was also the wines pairing or the drink. They had a mezcal pairing. We didn't go for that. We went for the drinks, um, which we'll talk about. But so to be clear, we didn't go for the drinks pairing. We just got our own drinks. We didn't yes. do any of the pairings. Yes, correct. So should we get into it? Should we, should we, should we talk about the food? Let's talk about it. Tom, yeah. what do you think? What did I think? Well. It was to what ten courses, and you and I have done quite a few fine dining experiences now, 
Um, and we have found some that we really, really love. We found some that are okay. You're paying a lot of money, so you're expecting to be to be blown away. And so I feel that I often go into these things with a little bit of intrepidation now, worrying that it's maybe not going to be worth the money. I'd say for Cole, though, generally, it was incredible. I think it was 10 courses, and I think six of them were absolute mm. standouts. That's yeah. my view. What do you think? Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, of course, you're going into it, you know that it's like really expensive. You're expecting something, and I think they delivered. Like, yeah, there were so many courses that did blow us away. Yeah, no, totally agree. What I also really liked about this place was that it had kind of personality. We've done quite a lot of fine dining restaurants that seem that are great food, but I find them often not that memorable. They seem to be doing lots of the same thing, and and maybe maybe it's controversial, but sometimes modern British can be a little bit unimaginative. Um, I loved that this was a meal that was a fine dining experience, but really, really mexican as well it, it had real personality and it was different mm-hmm. to any other yeah. kind of really fancy meal i've done before so mm-hmm. that I, lo- I love that yeah yeah no i definitely agree your first standout though my first standout i think it would have been actually i think it was the first dish we had right it was called the niguatole if that's how you pronounce it um bit of a bit of a bit of a hard word to pronounce in english but yeah um it was kind of that that creme fraiche and yellow pepper mousse kind of thing served in a little ramekin and it was covered in in caviar on top mm. it was interesting it was different i absolutely love caviar yeah um, and it first like brought in that kind of corn theme that kind of ran throughout the whole menu right which was yeah. quite a nice start to that exactly and this kind of harks back to um what i was saying about it having personality and being very mexican that there was this theme of corn throughout mm-hmm. um yeah and there, there was definitely a Kind of a corn corn element to, the, to this dish. It looked very pretty, uh, and yeah, it was just a, it was a it was a great dish to just to start on. I think the next standout dish for me. I don't know if you'll agree, but I think it was the the next dish we had actually. Mm-hmm. Was that the langoustine taco? Yeah, it was. The, I think that was the next course. Maybe maybe that wasn't I mean, the next course, but that was the next standout for sure. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Like, uh, yeah, when we're talking about all these courses, it all blurs into one, but. The yep. langoustine taco. And I remember you particularly love this one. You want to talk about <laughs> I did, it? Yeah. Which I know surprises us all because I'm kind of still getting more into seafood. But yeah, it was amazing. I mean, the taco shell was really delicious, you know, kind of corn taco shell. And it was quite spectacular how it was delivered as well. Um, you had the kind of corn taco and it was delivered with this langoustine head and you had the kind of sauce in the head that you're kind of supposed to squeeze over the taco, which was supposed to kind of mimic a lime. It had this kind of sharp sort of sauce in it. And it had this kind of smoked chili. It was at sea buckhorn with it. It all just worked so well together. And it was really kind of seafoody, very kind of deeply, that langoustine kind of prawny kind of flavor all coming together. Yeah, I thought it was absolutely delicious. I don't know what sea buckthorn is, but I love it now. <laughs> um, yeah, I totally agree. The dish, the dish was great. The, the langoustine head that was served on the side that you squeeze over, Really interesting. Never seen anything like that. Really good. We'll say one thing. I did burn my hands on it. It was really hot. I think it has come straight out the oven or something. I don't know how they cooked it. But just, just be warned, audience, if you do go for it. Just just be prepared to, to have to lose a few fingerprints. Um, I'm not sure I had the same experience, but maybe I've got the more of the asbestos hands. Yeah, maybe. Or I'm just a wimp. I'm not sure. But Who knows? All in all, it was delicious. And yeah, whatever that Langston head was cooked in, it was kind of some acidic... Um, something or other which 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 very much did mimic a lime. Mm, it was really inventive. Yeah. 
yeah, so that was a, that was an absolutely great dish. I think the next one for me uh, was the it was called the sope, and this one was a actual additional course. You had to pay a supplemental amount for it. It's thirty quid per head extra, which is quite a lot. It's quite a big percentage of the overall cost of the of the of the meal. Uh, we opted to actually just get one between the two of us and share it. Yeah, and I, I think th- that was good. I think it was a good idea because. Yeah. It was it was reasonably sized dish anyway, and we just wanted to taste it um, and see what it was like. I'm really glad we did. I think we made the right decision. Mm. It was absolutely delicious. Yeah, it was this kind of bed of I mean peas, beech rose, and orweed. Again, I don't know what orweed is, but <laughs> I'm, I'm a big fan. Do you know what a beech rose is? I don't know what that is. I don't know what you're <laughs> You've called me out. You've made me look an idiot. Can you, can you tell us all about it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm not entirely sure what a beach rose is. But I mean, it was delicious, yeah. I and, think... and then it was kind of wagyu beef laid on top, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it looked very pretty as well. Mm. Oh, yeah, it was gorgeous. Yeah, it was the right call to kind of go for sharing it, particularly with the amount of food. I think we were satisfied by the end of the meal. So, But I am really happy that we went with it because it was, yeah, one of our highlights. Next standout dish, Louise. I'm curious to see if you can pronounce it. Well, I know what you're. Yeah, I know you're setting me up for because I know that we both discussed that we love this dish, and I'll say that it was the beautiful halibut in a corn husk. And yep, he knows what I'm talking about. I would pronounce it mextilapique. <laughs> mextilapique. I think I would pronounce it. Um, Yes, that was. I agree. That was an incredible, <laughs> incredible dish. Do you want to talk about it in a little bit more detail? Yeah, it was really kind of creative, I guess, dramatic. It was kind of served in this corn husk, um, sort of halibut had cauliflower in it. I don't know if it was kind of a puree. It wasn't too much of a I strong flavour. Puree. I didn't. Yeah. I don't remember eating bits of cauliflower. Bits. On the menu, it says it's with kelp and succulents. I don't know, but it was quite. I'd say a more subtle flavor of dish it was kind of not as super bold but it was really nice in that because it was kind of the halibut was really um delicious and it was all quite like sweet and yeah it was really tasty yeah Um, and and also with the corn husk it was just the corn husk that kept giving because you think you'd be done with it but then there was just kind of like more to it yes it was the mary poppins of of corn husks (laughs) for sure yeah um no I, i i totally agree i thought it was delicious yeah definitely come some umami flavors very very easy to, to eat. I could have, I could have eaten, I could have eaten three corn husks worth. I tell you. Um, yeah, I mean that's all of them though, and that's what they, that's what they're good at. They just give us just enough. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's uh, the the beauty and the pain of fine dining restaurants. <laughs> We've gone through all those great dishes, and we're not even at the mm. main event yet. I know the main meal. We had a full main meal at a Michelin starred restaurant. That usually doesn't happen. It was weird that they described it as the the main course. When yeah. a, a, can, can a ten course meal have a main course? <laughs> yes, it can. And I think this this was the main course. It really yeah. it really worked. Yeah. So the main course was this. It was called a taco, and that's 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 what it was. It you had a choice between a yeah, it was a confit of pork or what was the other one? Yeah, a confit whole cod. So both confit, mm. um, but what what yeah, one was pork chicken, one was a whole cod. And we went for the pork. We yeah. absolutely love our pork. We do. We would just typically go for it, wouldn't we? I'd be very curious to know what the cod is like. Yeah, that's baller to, to go kind of two days in a row to try try the other <laughs> one, isn't it? Um, we're not quite there yet. Let's hope this podcast goes well. Um, but yeah, so it was it was that you got this kind of bowl of the of the the pork, and then it came with a couple of sides. You got this really um, nice sauce as well, uh, which was made out of black beans. Um, and then they also brought us some some British herbs, all herbs I'd never heard of before. 
Um, you're meant to kind of pick the leaves off and put them in your taco. Um, and then a bit of apple. I thought it was amazing. Obviously, homemade tortillas as well. Uh, we got a couple each, one blue and one traditional coloured. I don't know what <laughs> what colour that is. Normal tortilla colour. Uh, and... Yeah, they were both delicious. And again, this is kind of this corn theme throughout the meal, right? So many of the dishes had this had the, had this corn flavour, um, which was really cool. And yeah, you 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 build the you build the tacos yourselves. Um, I think I've got one complaint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you remember the apple? Oh, yeah, I mean, two <laughs> tiny pieces of apple. It was, if so I recall. Small. <laughs> tiny. I mean, yeah. And when you're supposed to divide these things between. Two tacos each. How are you supposed to divide a tiny piece of apple? Yeah, it was ridiculous. I, 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 either it was a joke or they wanted us to have one taco with apple and one taco without <laughs> apple yeah. each. In their defence, I wonder if they were kind of giving us the ingredients to comprise two different tacos for ourselves. Maybe, but I think I would like to be the one making that decision on whether I want <laughs> apple in my second taco. Yeah, and give us I'll, the maximum ingredients. And how expensive is apple, <laughs> all right? Like, if you if one millimetre squared of apple and you're going out of business, you've really got to work Look, on your, your budgeting. Tom feels really upset about it. We need to, yeah, maybe we need to hear why the apple, like, what happened there, but... So, Cole, if you're listening to this, please get in touch <laughs> and let us know why you give such little amount of apple. Thank you very much, Cole. Speak to you later. Oh, I can't wait to hear from Cole. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be exciting. Um, but yeah, really good. I do have a top tip as well. I know I gave you this top tip at the time, Louise, but I think the audience needs to hear it. Oh, yeah, yeah. They need to hear the top tip. So you get a bowl of pork and you get two tortillas each. And so when we were eating it, weren't we, Louise? We were like, okay, this is quite a lot of pork. We're really having to load quite a lot of filling and build up these tacos for these two for these two t- tacos we're ha- each having. Mm-hmm. And then there was still a little bit of pork left over because we just couldn't cram it all in. And we think, okay, we're going to eat this with a spoon. And at that point, the waitress came over and said, oh, do you need more tortillas? <laughs> Obviously we did, but we it meant that our last tortilla each was kind of a bit a bit limp. It wasn't as full as we'd like it. So just, just know if you're going, this is a Tom Top tip, um, that you can ask for more tortillas. So you, I'd say the amount of food you get is probably right for three tacos each. Um, so yeah, just make sure you do that. But overall, what do you think of this dish? Um, yeah, it was really delicious. Like the pork was very intense, the kind of comfy pork. It came with that crispy skin that was kind of really, uh, it wasn't hard or anything. It was really crispy and delicious, very salty. And the kind of contrast of some of the sauces with the sort of sweetness with the herbs, it all like came together really well, kind of balanced out the richness of the pork. Absolutely delicious. So yeah, slightly bigger meal than the rest of it, which was great. No, I loved it. And then, I mean, I feel like the last one that really comes to mind particularly was then we go to dessert. Yeah. And you're the dessert gal. You're the sweet tooth in the relationship, Louise. Talk to me about the dessert. What this did you true. think? Yeah, it was called, was it Tamil, I think? Tamal, was that Tamal, I think. Okay. Yeah, it was this kind of brown butter corned steamed cake. It was sweet, not too sweet. It was quite a bit sort of toasted with like the brown butter um, flavor of the cake. It was kind of not too heavy. Uh, it was just really tasty. I, I, I thought it was amazing. Mm. I think I often find that fine dining places... I don't know, I'd like my desserts, but often I think they try and be too creative and they yeah. end up being very flamboyant in presentation, 
but not that tasty. Flamboyant in presentation. Or, or Tom, I mean, look, sometimes they do it well, but it really grinds my gears when they try to make it savoury <laughs> or when it's like a vegetable-based dessert. Which, oh. look, we have had some good ones, but honestly, can I just have a dessert? I want my dessert a dessert. Totally agree. And I know we're both thinking about that bloody mushroom pudding we had once. <laughs> cool. All right. You can make pudding out of mushroom, but we don't want that. We want something that's a proper pudding. Uh, but no, this this was this was this is straight down the middle. It was delicious. It was Mexican. It had a corn taste. It worked perfectly with the whole meal. Mm-hmm. There was also another dish you could have got, another supplement, buñuelos. I don't know what they are. We didn't try it. Uh, it was a fifteen quid supplement. Was it a dessert? I think. Yeah, yeah it was a, it was yeah. a dessert, but I yeah. don't know what uh, what yeah. buñuelos are. Who knows? But I'd say we were really full up mm. at the end of this meal mm-hmm. as well, which you sometimes don't get either. But I thought we got a good amount of food. Yeah, definitely. So we've kind of talked through the standouts. Mm-hmm. We had other dishes as well. Those mm-hmm. weren't all of them. I think it's fair to say that they were they weren't terrible, were they? They were they were still good dishes, but they mm-hmm. just weren't they're probably less memorable. But I think six out of ten being being absolute heavy hitters is a is a good return on 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 a fine dining experience. Yeah, definitely. I mean everything was beautiful, as you say. Like everything was at least minimum kind of fine, but there were some things that were kind of quite sweet. Um yeah, I'd say six out of ten is like, yeah, very good. And especially with the main course being so delicious, that yeah. kind of brings up the average, doesn't it? Yeah, 100%. I would thoroughly recommend Cole. I thought the food was really interesting. If you were looking for somewhere to go, go to Cole. Should we talk about drinks? Yeah, let's do it. I mean, this is big. We've got lots of thoughts. I know. <laughs> we certainly do. I'm going to give the floor to you, Louise, because audience... <laughs> We, we started by ordering a cocktail each, and we both got a margarita. <laughs> Louise, talk to me. We're, we're going to have to go through a journey of the emotions of how I felt about the cocktail. We ordered a margarita. You have very specific expectations about what a margarita is going to be. I like mine on the rocks, which is what I got. Fabulous. But it was quite different to a typical margarita. I don't think it had any lime in it, right? So it wasn't kind of limey specifically it still was citrusy i think it was yuzu rather than lime it was like yuzu tequila something else in it i don't know if you can remember what it was tom no i can't remember no but so it had the sugar around the around the rim salt <laughs> it had salt around the rim it had the white this is, what, stuff around this, the is, rim. this is what we're dealing with <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that <laughs> um but no yeah it had the salt around the rim so we had that and it was still like it was really delicious but I kind of needed a moment to really recut my expectations with what this margarita was rather than the traditional margarita, but it was delicious. It was less sharp, would you say, than a traditional margarita with a kind of yuzu? Yeah, I think it was definitely less sharp. It was really tasty. Mm-hmm. And as you say, once you got past the idea of margarita in your head, I think it was a really nice cocktail. Oh, yeah. No, I definitely agree. Cole, I loved your margarita, but I just I just needed a moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's what we started drinking. And then, as we said at the beginning of the intro, we didn't choose to go for the wine pairing. This was mainly us just trying to save a little bit of money. Your happy birthday, Louise. <laughs> I treated Louise to this meal for her birthday. But it is an expensive meal. And... We we thought you know what let's just let's just get a bottle of wine so we uh yeah and we said you know we have to enjoy that anyway like sometimes it's nice just to have a bottle of wine yeah. so yeah we did talk to the sommelier yep sp- spoke to the sommelier the sommelier 
I think we got off on the wrong foot. And I don't think he realizes we got on the, off on the wrong foot. If you're listening to this, we're not upset with you at all. It was this strange moment when Louise and I had spoken to one member of staff and then we started talking to ourselves and then this other person just appeared next to us and we kind of said, oh, hello. We thought he hadn't realized that we'd just, been, we'd just spoken to a member of staff. He didn't introduce himself as a sommelier. And so we didn't talk about drinks with them at all. We kind of just nodded and said, oh, how are you doing? And that was the end of it. And then he went away. So it, it felt weird. I was, I was kind of on the back foot sommelier-wise from, from the off on that meal. But then eventually we realized who he was, called him back and asked for a recommendation. We, yep, we wanted a white wine. All I told him was, I don't like Sauvignon, Sauvignon Blanc. You know, it's, it's what my mum drinks. It's what I drank when I was a teenager. I just, I just can't do Sauvignon Blanc anymore. Don't know about you, Tom. Uh, I don't have feelings of having you on Blanc, but I know that you do, so I hate it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I feel very, I feel supported. You're welcome. So yeah, and I, I said to him, I don't want anything too sweet. Obviously, we we like our dry wines. But anyway, he 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 recommended a few wines, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He started recommending some Rieslings. Yeah. Um, because he said yeah, it would go well with the menu. But the only thing was then. He starts recommending a few different bits, and I kind of saw the price tags, and I was like, "Ooh, oh, this is a bit, this is a bit rich for my blood." What <laughs> rich for my blood? <laughs> what region were they in? Like what price re- region? Oh, price region. Yeah, sorry, not yeah. sorry. What yeah. valley? <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so we're talking minimum seventy-five. We're going up to a hundred. I think I saw a hundred plus in there. Yeah, so I think in fine dining, I'm kind of expecting usually. Normally, they recommend around the 60 to 70 mark. I, I guess probably more like 70. But mm-hmm. if they're going up to 100, wow. Now I think about it, though, Louise, I've got a theory for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, tell me. We've been doing fine dining for a while now. We're, what, 31 now? And we're used to them recommending, as I say, that, that kind of 70 mark. Mm-hmm. Could it just be that we are now <laughs> looking older? <laughs> and so they're thinking they're older they have better salaries. We give we'll give them the recommendations for their for their age bracket, it and we are now be. in the hundred wine hundred pound wine age bracket. Hundred pound wine with age bracket. We could just take from that what we want and just say that we look richer while, rather than older. I Maybe think that's I what look I'll older, take. and I think you look wealthier. I think that's probably what yeah, the case is. Yeah, that's what we'll say. Yeah. Anyway, we steered him towards the seventy pound mark, uh, and we got a bottle of wine. It was white. I'm going to say it. I thought it was rubbish. I well was it rubbish I didn't like it yeah we just didn't really like it it just wasn't to our taste I guess but I see this isn't a criticism of the sommelier wine and taste is subjective and it just wasn't for us we we powered through though we 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 drank it all but we also did get a couple of glasses of red for the for the main course for the for the taco because that was very meaty porky fatty Mm -hmm. dish and we thought that would work well yeah Um, and we got recommendations for from him for those as well and I think he knocked those ones out of mm. the park, right? They were yeah, delicious. they were both really nice. Yeah. I can't remember what they were, um, but they were delicious. So well done, Cole, for having nice red wines. Yeah, which is good for like great wines by the glass kind of options. Good to know. Uh, and it was nice to try each other's because we've got a different wine, a red wine each. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and they, they, they were lovely. So we've done food, mm-hmm. we've done wine mm-hmm. or drinks. And let's go on to the, the final section. Service and atmosphere. What did you think? Ah, it was so lovely in there. It was very warm, very kind of warm in terms of the service, warm in terms of the aesthetic, gorgeous. 
even the kitchen was kind of fully open plan. It was crazy how open it was, it was to the to the so restaurant. It was like in the middle open. of the restaurant. It was crazy, but it was so relaxed, very calm kind of environment and called very open, I guess. Like the whole thing maybe is open kitchen, open environment, very warm kind of environment. Yeah. It definitely was decorated very Mexican e as well uh, which i liked it, it definitely really fitted in with our with the whole food and the whole vibe it was it was really cool i think uh the staff were amazing as well weren't they they were mm. super super attentive uh, yeah. but they weren't overbearing either they didn't feel like they were sitting on top of us i'd say this isn't a criticism it was amazing i loved it but this will sound like they were kind of <laughs> sitting on top of us there was one point that i commented to louise how much i loved the uh plates and within, what, two minutes, she came over with a little business card with a QR code <laughs> on it, which had the the ceramic dealer that they used to buy all the ceramics from, which was, which was really cute. Yeah, which is amazing. Um, and also, I mean, the playlist. The playlist was amazing as well. And we did ask them about the playlist. To we, be fair, yeah, yeah. And we got second business card, which also had a QR code, which links to their Spotify playlist. But yeah, really good background music. Mm. Bit of fun. Yeah. Some, not a place that we'd ever think to put together ourselves, but now we have it for mm. our next taco evening that we host ourselves. Very good ambience. Yeah, the staff are lovely. The decoration and the whole the whole atmosphere is great. I guess one final thing to talk about is they, they've got the bar as well. They've got the Meth Galleria downstairs. We didn't go into that, but it looked hustling and bustling. It looked really mm. cool. And they also did have the uh, private dining room. No one was in there mm-hmm. that night. Obviously, I don't think we could afford to go somewhere like that. But it would be a really cool thing to do if you are rich and like fine dining experiences and want a private room. It looked like it would be a really cool experience to to sit in that in sit in that room and and be kind of yeah e- eating that incredible food uh, in a in a really kind of intimate atmosphere with your friends. I think that'd be be really cool. Yep. Overall, definitely a recommendation from me. Knowing that it's kind of fine dining, it's going to be expensive, but I absolutely. I mean, I wasn't paying, which is very nice for me, but I would, would say it's, I would pay for it. I would say it's worth the money. Yeah, no, totally agree. I think it's a really good fine dining restaurant if you're looking for somewhere fun and different and delicious in London. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us to listen to our restaurant review on Cole. In our next episode, we will be talking to you about great places to eat noodles in London. We hope you'll join us again. Thank you very much. From me, Tom, and me, Louise. Thank you.